Now, that period we also, at the same time, at Parklands Baptist, remember all the way from the 70s and before, we had the leadership from uh, the missionaries. The missionaries. Yes. Who are actually doing most most of the leadership then sunday school playing the piano <laughs> yes preaching preaching oh you know literally everything and so uh, he would be available for the assignments which i found servant heart yeah for the assignments that he would actually be giving mm. so within the context of these missionaries and you have a young man who is growing up and very available. Very gifted. Yes. In fact, at one point, I thought he doesn't think anything else. <laughs> <laughs> Those days, I mean, yeah, because I said I first met him in 1983. 83. By 85, I had started coming to church. Oh, so he started coming to Parklands at 85? Yeah, reg on a regular basis. On a regular basis. Because we had a, a movement called the Baptist Student Work. It was an outreach by the International Mission Board in the U.S., which is an arm of the Southern Baptists mm -hmm. for reaching students in co colleges and in universities. And at that point, you were at? Yeah, Kenya Technical Teachers College. Okay. And uh, some guys... <laughs> you have shared that story. Yeah, yeah, that story. <laughs> young Americans, it's a journeyman program. They used to come for two years, very young people, and they, and go. they go into universities and they reach uh, Kenyans. And that's how you have reached. Yeah, that's that's how I was reached. That's how I connected. Yeah. Share that story for the benefit for people who don't know. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so that you connected with now you coming to Parkland and serving with him in 85. Yes. Let me put it this way. Um, I was in college and um, I got to know Jesus in high school around form two. And then I finished all the way from four, from five and six, and then went into college. By the time I got into college, I was suffering burnout. I told you the story of the 70s. Yes. And that Holy Spirit movement and that energy of being everywhere. Yeah. But <laughs> you are not grounded mm. in the Word of God. So you're just working out of passion. So as I went into college, I was kind of having, having burnout. And I wanted to just stay back. Pull back. And not, yeah, pull mm. back and just go slow. Mm. But thank God. That's when these gentlemen and women were coming into the campuses and knocking doors, you know, and, and, and introducing themselves. And then, uh, like for me, <laughs> yeah, there's a guy called David Wallace and another one called Ken Roberts. Um, they said, would like to walk with you, you know, in your Christian life. Yeah. <laughs> but because in a sense, because of the Holy Spirit movement of the 70s, I kind of felt there's a sense of pride you have. <laughs> it's like these guys are not spiritual. Yes. Ah, uh ah, -uh, you are not going to teach me anything. <laughs> so I gave them a very hard time. I did. <laughs> yes. <laughs> hard time. But one day the Lord found me mm. in a very unique way. When you're peeping at Yes. <laughs> and I had to settle and uh, agree, allow myself to be taken through step by to step. Be discipled. Yeah, from mm. basics. Wow. That would be very humbling for it you, It was Pastor. very, very humbling. In fact, let me put it this way. Mm -hmm. When they, they helped me grow in my faith, like from 83, 85, and then finally I agreed to be baptized at Parklands Baptist Church in 1987. Wow. At Ojijo? Yes, Ojijo. With uh, Reverend Top. Yeah, Charles Top. Okay. But it was so humbling because I had been baptized before, before by immersion in the Indian Ocean. Wow. Yes. 
by another pastor called Philip Bile, uh, Philip Deleva. I think he was from the UK. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I had a certificate. <laughs> and you know, for me to get to that conviction, that for me to grow in this congregation, I needed to be baptized by immersion uh, right in our congregation at Ojijo. It was not easy. And then I was a leader, so people seeing me on a Sunday, it used to be done after church. You go outside, you go up. There's like a small baptistry. You walk up and you're putting inside water. People who know, I've led them in Bible study. They have seen me provide leadership. And I've seen you been baptized. <laughs> baptized. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's how I connected with Parkland's Baptist Church mm. through the journeyman program. And Pastor Ambrose was also involved in the same. And he would come to speak to us like in 1983. So I first I started, you know, connecting, connecting with him. him. And then there were other forums like Word of Life, yeah. Youth for Christ. You know, there were other platforms where we would meet. And I would admire his ministry. Wow. I, I didn't know we would <laughs> pastor together. Wow. Yes. Wow. Back in the 80s. Yes, at that time. Wow. Yes, wow. and we became friends. In fact, let me put this way. My celebration of Reverend Ambrose is um, I see him as, as my uh, mentor, my senior the mentor, the spiritual leader. I also see him as a brother and a friend. Wow. We have come this far to the extent that body language... <laughs> you communicate. Yeah. <laughs> By the eyes. Yeah, just body language. So, I told you, 80 to 90, 90s. you can see the things that were happening. Yes. The discipleship is happening, the identification of Pastor Ambrose for key leadership role within the church here uh, in Nairobi, Kenya, and uh, even around the world, yes. wherever he went. And then he went to study. Yes. Just before we go to the next segment, mm. We will end part one there. We'll be coming back with part two with the 90s, the ministry of Pastor Ambrose, listening to Reverend Simon describing this person, his friend, his mentor, his colleague, his work together with him for 37 years. All of my life, they have been together. We'll see you soon. God bless. So.